Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of The Roost. Hello. So, uh, I know this is a little bit weird because, you know, we haven't really ever started off yet. Uh, just so you know, we just got back from Retro Game Con, so... I'm super sleepy. I'm super broken. And we'll talk about more about that later. Um, for anybody who's wondering right now, it's super cold where we're at. It's windy. It's miserable. It is a perfect time to just sit and record and do nothing. So that's what we're going to do. We're just going to... Have a fun time and talk about a couple of fun stuff that happened this week. It is the week of the 16th, or 14th. sorry, the 14th. It is the 14th, the day of the recording. Not to break the, you know, the illusionary wall that is radio, podcast, whatever, but it's going to be fun. Um, so a couple big things came out this week. Uh, the first big one being Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. And I figure that I should, that uh, my lovely co-host here, Chels, mm. uh, you would love to hear about the number one story about Fallout 4. Oh. And it's not that Fallout 4 is buggy, because it is buggy. It's actually really buggy. You know I love my buggy games, though. Yes. like I, I am glitch goddess for a reason. Yep. There's a... Uh, it has the classic Assassin's Creed bug, you know, with the faces missing. Yeah. Someone recreated that, or got a face missing in character creation. I woke up to that on my Twitter. It was very odd to see at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Just this missing face on a thing. I'm picturing this, like, I mean, for the Animal Crossing fans, I'm just picturing Blanc right now. I And you no just idea. sit there. Okay, so quick divergence. Pretty much in the original Animal Crossing, when you took the train to a friend's right. um, town, you had a chance of meeting a pure white cat, and her name was Blanc. Right. And she would say, why are you looking at me? Oh no, did my face wash off? That's so And you would weird. actually get to draw the face on her. Oh, right, I remember. Yes, and I'm just picturing that, but in Fallout, and you sit there with like a little crayon and draw so, everything on right. it. Yeah, well, um, so there's a number of problems that people have been having. One is we heard a lot. We heard a story of um, a high schooler that was, remember we were at the cafe, at our buddy's cafe? Yeah. And we had, we heard the story about the... Little one that tried to buy Fallout, installed on his PC. His PC couldn't run it. Oh, yeah. So a little munchkin. Just so you know, anyone under the age of 21 and or shorter than I am is dubbed munchkin. Um, so the little munchkin stays up, buys Fallout 4, installs it on his computer for it not to be able to run. So he installs it on his mother's computer, and the mother's computer can run it at four frames a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently, according to people who are playing it on PC right now and some other consoles too, there are bugs that are legitimately just giving you less than 20 frames per second. But don't worry, because it's more cinematic that way. <laughs> So, uh, so, um, but that's not the biggest story about Fallout 4. I mean, I I have to ask. What's up? When was the last time, when was Fallout 3 released? Fallout 3 was released years ago. I'm going to actually look it up as we talk. Okay, because I'm guessing as soon as Fallout 3 finished, they started on Fallout 4. No, they did New Vegas. Fallout New Vegas. Okay, after New Vegas. Mm Mm-hmm. They probably already had Fallout 4 storyline cranked out. No, they didn't. Really? Yep. How long have they been working on Fallout 4 for? Uh, probably since New Vegas was out, but Fallout 3 came out in 2008. And New Vegas? Give me one sec. 
Because, I'm sorry, if you have certain bugs like that, how did you not catch it? So here's the deal, right? Um, well, uh, New Vegas came out two years afterwards in 2010. Okay, so you had, hypothetically, five years. If they started as soon as Vegas came out. Here's the thing, right? Five years? But Bethesda doesn't work on that. Bethesda also worked on Skyrim at the same time, Oblivion... So they had a bunch of other stuff that was going on. But look, I'm giving you right now. But here's the deal. I, I'm just picturing right? the list going down and over. What's longer, Santa's naughty list or the list of bugs in those games? So here's the deal, right? Bethesda always has had a problem with having buggy games, and there's nothing you can really do about it. I think it just is a trademark thing right now. Um, well, yeah, but that's not the biggest story. Mm-hmm. The biggest story is Fallout 4, on the release date, was so popular that Pornhub released that it had a diminishing amount of views on that day. A big enough dent in their revenue on the release date of Fallout 4. (laughs) I thought that was great. How do you know about... How? Did it just appear as a news thing on your Twitter? I I have my news articles, so you don't worry about it. Or did you read this on Reddit? Nope, it was on my news articles. I subscribe to certain news things about games and all this other stuff. And, and porn, apparently. Well, no, not porn. But, yeah, so, like, you know, it's fun to it's fun to think about it, right? Like, that means that the... This game is so big that Pornhub had to say, stop playing and start whacking. No. We're no. losing revenue. That's not... I mean, obviously it went back up, but, like... Of course. But, like, obviously Fallout 4 made such a big deal, or such a big... was such a big deal when it hit... Mm-hmm. That it kind of just shaped the market per se, but yeah, I mean, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I don't think there were ever any games that really came out and did that lately. Um, I'm surprised Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty was, but Call of Duty never really did that either. It was more or less just like Call of Duty just has that following. You have to understand though, these games are so popular because, like Call of Duty, Fallout Four, things like that. They're so popular because you get so much out of your money for it. Because you buy it. This is back. These are hitting the same audience that when they first when they got a game, it was the only game they had for six months. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that was back like when you had like the Super Nintendo, the Genesis, the Nintendo sixty four, and you bought a game, My and that was yeah. your game. You played it for a year straight before, you know, from one Christmas to the next until you got another game. Or till birthday. Right, exactly. Well, yeah. If you were so, lucky enough to have a birthday somewhere between... Or if you got... Yeah. So much and so much. So, like, for multiple people, like, a buddy of mine, he does, uh, you know, he his biggest thing was, like, Super, uh, Super Mario World, right? For me, it was... Um, I'm trying to think of what my game was. You mean like your game of your childhood? Yeah, like that I played more than anything else. Oh my god. I Are we wanted... talking console or handheld? Or handheld. We're, we'll talk about console. It, if it's console, hands down. Like I overheated my GameCube Animal Crossing. Um, and I can have so many people vouch for me. If it's handheld, Pokemon. It was the only Game Boy game that I owned. It was like every Pokemon right. game. I played, I think mine was see you have to understand when I grew up I had money for when I was young so I was able to get all those different games but um there was two games that I had growing up with my brother 
right? We played the hell out of Spider-Man. Uh, it was like Spider-Man and Venom symbiotes of whatever. Like it was like a brawler game. My brother and I played the hell out of that because my brother, because like my brother and I, like we loved playing like the whole like superhero stuff. It was that, and I played the hell out of Sonic Two. Sonic you 2. You and your Sonic 2. You and your chili cheese dogs. So, like, so Sonic, the Sonic games were huge in my house. Like, I have to ask. Well, Sonic was my first video game. Okay, sitting up, like, as soon as you walk out of your room. Yeah. Sitting on that mirror. Mm-hmm. Who drew the Sonic fan art that's sitting uh, there? I don't oh, know if right, it's, like, right, Shadow right. or something. I want to say no. Shadow. No, it's not. It's Sonic riding a skateboard. Okay. Yeah, we got a really nice uh, commission done. My mom's student drew it. Aww. My mom's a teacher at a Catholic school, and that we have this really nice Sonic uh, sketch that someone mm-hmm. that she drew, and I guess she happened to like Sonic or something like that. And my mom goes, "Oh, my son loves Sonic. Can I give it to him?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And then she signed it and gave it. Because I was so. looking at it, I'm like, it's actually a really good Sonic. Yeah, it's, it's really nice. really nice. The Sonic fandom's really weird. You have people like me, and like... Who enjoy it. No, who love it. Like, mm-hmm. it's what we grew up on, and like, you don't really have to worry that much about it. Then there are people who are too into it. Are we talking like the DeviantArts? Yeah, like, you know, if you ever want to play a fun game, go on Google and Google your name, the hedgehog. So, like, James the hedgehog or Chels the hedgehog. You know, stuff like that. No, you're not playing it now. But, uh, don't play it now. Don't play it now. (laughs) But, so, you know, like, just do little fun stuff like that. That's always fun to do. Um, so, besides that, like, speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog, right? We're we're transitioning really well today. Mm-hmm. I do have to say, I thought it was going to be a lot harder. Um, so there's the, and I apologize, like if we're not sounding one hundred percent correctly. Did you find Did you find Chelsea the Hedgehog? Okay, click it. I did. That's oh the image gosh. that comes up. No, no, no. Click the click the click the link. I don't want to. Let me see. Ready. <laughs> So we found Chelsea the Hedgehog. Oh no, they don't have a background story of this person's OC. I will find it. So, uh, a really fun thing, uh, a really fun thing that happened with Sonic over this weekend, or at least yesterday, that blew my mind. Okay, to be honest, I would totally wear the hell out of that. Oh yeah, I know you <laughs> Um, so, if you've ever followed, if you want to follow a Twitter, like that's really fun and interesting to follow. Even Facebook. Follow the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter slash Facebook. Oh I don't my know God. how. You mean since got, they got that guy? Some guy took over the social media, and holy crap, is it amazing. Um, I'm going to pull up some of the awesome tweets I, right I now. I mean, I love the guy who was writing on behalf of Sonic. It's like, that was good. absolutely beautiful. The guy was spot on. Oh my gosh, this guy's so good. Um, here, hold on. Let me pull up some other stuff that he did. Like, he, uh, he put, like, he, like, for this, he put, like, Happy National Stress Awareness Day. And then he put a picture of the cover art of Sonic 06 on it. You know, like, he does laugh at himself. Apparently I'm dating a wolf. 
Nice. Stop looking at that. That's terrible. I found her somewhat of her back stuff. Alright, stop right now. Oh my god. This, this, I'm just gonna close this out. You know, it's just... go curl up in a corner and cry. It's super nice, like... <laughs> just, like, just go on, trust me, and just look at the Sonic the Hedgehog Twitter. It's really good. Also, they had, like, this weird thing where they had Robot Dr. Robotnik, or Dr. Eggman, or whatever you want to call him, quote-unquote, take over Sonic's Twitter yesterday, and they had the voice actor voice and record responses to people's tweets. It was so sick. When do you ever see anybody on social media do anything towards that for their fandom? It was really nice. The character, like, they actually had kind of, like, writers with the guy to give proper responses or whatever. It was just super nice. Mm-hmm. You know, and just... I don't know how to explain it. it. It was just, like, it was just great. I'm telling you, like, follow the sign of the Hedgehog Twitter. It's totally worth it. Like, I mean, I've seen some photos of some good replies from some of the social media sites, mostly off Facebook, and just the companies replying where like they're Denny's. kind of thinking, hmm? Like Denny's. Denny's? Denny's oh, when they were like... memeing themselves, yeah. Yep. yep, like certain things like that, it just, it makes you chuckle, it makes you laugh, it makes you have a good day. Um... Another another funny Twitter to follow while we're talking about fun Twitters to follow. How we went from like Fallout to Twitter. <laughs> Trust me, it's fine. A fun Fallout, uh, fun uh, fun Twitter to follow is Nihilist Darby. Have you ever heard of this? No. So uh, it's like uh, basically uh, it's nihilist quotes, you know. So like, there's no meaning to life, stuff like that, like really depressing comments. But, like, as if you were being represented by Arby's at the same time. No. So his thing is, officially, I have nothing to do with Arby's. Unofficially, everything is nothing. <laughs> so, uh... So he said, honk. Uh, well, here we go. Don't you love pretending that love is anything more than a random hormonal chemical reaction and ascribing that feeling to Arby's curly fries? <laughs> Okay, I'm done with that. <laughs> What's short, cruel, and, and brutally beats you up every day? Arby's for lunch. Life. Also, old Gary, who's always hanging out by our dumpsters, enjoy Arby's. <laughs> it, it's and really nice. All I'm is the Arby's right next to the Salvation Army in Middletown. Oh, yeah, it's super... I've never been to Arby's, by the way. I've never had Arby's sandwich before. Maybe next uh, next episode of The Roost, we'll, we'll... We'll do a review on an Arby's. No, we'll eat Arby's while, when, when we have our interview with uh, with our next host, or with our next guest, yes. uh, we'll sit down and we'll eat some Arby's with them. Oh my god. What do you think? <laughs> sure. And then, then I'll give the, the Roost's official review of Arby's. And Arby's, if you if anybody ever gives you wind of this, send me a message. I'd love to, you know, try it out. You guys can give me a gift certificate or something. It'd be fun. Oh my God! First episode, give us money. Yeah, please give us money. We're we're. Get, we get next it. episode, can we ask for an Xbox One? Oh my God! <laughs> so, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, there is a YouTuber by the name of Pro Jared. And if 
No, I, I'll, I'll tell the story. Right. It's pretty. No, nice. I'm just saying, if like you don't know who Pro Jared is, that's actually pretty impressive. He's a really nice. He's mm-hmm. a really nice. He seems like a really nice dude. I'd love to have him on the show, but it's probably not going to happen anytime Until soon. So we get nice and rolling. Yeah. Um. So we have Pro Jared. He gets a message from someone on Twitter that says something on the lines of, uh, like, it's like one of the people from Rainbow Six, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, right? And it they dub his name over it, and it's like, Pro Jared, I've made your dreams and wishes come true. Rainbow Six is now backwards compatible with the Xbox One. And then, like, Pro Jared's like, wow, this is really cool that they sent me this message, but I never asked for this. You know, like, I I never really wanted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I like Rainbow Six and all, but, you know. I never little asked did for it to be. Yeah. And then his next tweet is, you know, jokes on them, though. I don't even own an Xbox One. And so someone said, uh, so someone replied to that saying, you know, at Xbox, you wouldn't be cool enough to send them an, an Xbox One, would you? Just kidding, just kidding. And then Pro Jared's like, I don't know, would they? I don't know, Xbox, are you cool enough? LOL, LOL, And Xbox sends him a message and says, hey, DM us your mailing address. We are that cool. <laughs> so. so that's how you score an Xbox One, everybody. Yeah, get, Also, if you want to get Fallout 4, send them... How many pounds did they send them a bottle caps? First of all, they were only doing that once. They're yeah. never doing it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they basically said, you know, this guy traded the equivalent of in-game currency and bottle caps to the price of uh, the Fallout 4 for a Pip-Boy edition. Mm-hmm. Which was really smart. Did they send them the Pip-Boy? Yeah. Okay. The guy, the guy got like a special edition pimped out and everything. Oh my That's god. That's dedication. Just the fact that you collected that many bottle caps. So, uh, I guess we could talk about the convention we went to this weekend. I was gonna say, we need to talk about the next video game fast that got uh, released well, no, this no, no. weekend. It, it goes, it, it'll go in tandem. Because oh. I want to talk about Amiibos. Oh, so, the so for anybody that doesn't know, this week was also the release of Mewtwo and the Animal Crossing Amiibos. For the first time, Animal Crossing Amiibos were released. KK. You do not touch my KK. You do not touch my Mabel. You can yeah. touch everyone else. Uh, Tom Nook as well. Serious and Reese as well. Yeah, the, and those they had the, like a three pack. They had like, then they were released Animal the Crossing. Pack, the three pack comes with Reese and Serious, and for those who don't know, those are the pink and blue respective llamas who run retail in the New Leaf game. Right. And they come with KK, which is a really smart move because otherwise Reese and Serious wouldn't. Yeah, no like, one would get want off them. The shelf. Exactly. So you put it with like the most popular character. In the single packs, you have Mabel, which is one of the three sisters of the Sable sisters, who are your seamstresses, which I absolutely adore. And then you get Tom Nook, our ever-loving, um, how did Star Palm? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so next. He's our Monopoly owner. Yeah. And just so you know, if you guys didn't watch Nintendo's direct stream... Pick up the Amiibo Festival game now while it still has Digby. For a limited time, Amiibo Festival will come with both Isabel and Digby until certain supplies run out. Afterwards, it's only going to come with Isabel. They will not be, from what I've heard, they will not be selling Digby separately. Yeah, after the first print run. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So it's it's like a first edition kind of thing to go along with it. Where is my Isabel? Your over there. So, I mean, like, these... They textured her sweatshirt! You didn't look at that yet? I didn't feel it. Let me feel that's, her clothes. That's weird. That, that's just so creepy. I'm just gonna feel this anim- this anthropomorphic, that, that large, cute, adorable dog's clothes. Did you know that she if you give... She has a bell in her hair. Did that's you know so that if you give KK a cowboy hat, mm-hmm. he'd literally be the nudist guitarist in New York City? <laughs> The nude cowboy. Yes, who now actually has to wear nude colored underwear because PC, everybody. All right, so, but off of our, we'll talk more about Animal Crossing. Our fun rant, yeah. Uh, I want to talk about something fun that happened at Retro GameCon this weekend. Which fun event? So I set up a booth next to uh, uh, next to you yep. uh, for the roost, where I was giving out buttons, I was giving out other stuff, you know, really fun stuff. Mm-hmm. But I ended up, uh, for whatever reason, uh, we were raffling off a Mewtwo, and we were raffling like off a Lucario. Lucario. Yeah, the Lucario wasn't was just because we wanted another Pokemon. And unfortunately, like we had to. To completely debaucherize the raffle, no, and I we'll apologize. Talk about that. We'll talk about that later. That is my fault. I wholeheartedly apologize, and that, like he said, yeah, will come up later in the podcast. Well, no, we'll we'll, we'll just post mm-hmm. online about it. Yeah, I, I so, may or may not have like destroyed my right hand side again. Okay, so what happened was was that after it was it was easy, right? You know, you like our page, we give you a raffle ticket. You follow our Twitter, we give you another raffle ticket. Yeah, like why there not? You, you know, easy and peasy. Hey, it's free, and you can win a free maybe. Yeah, and like Mewtwo's going for like forty five right now. Yeah, something what crazy a lot like of that. At the con, we're selling them for. When I was like, yeah, sure, you know what, you can get it for free. Like you don't even have to try that hard. So what happened was was that I ended up just you know try and set up this nice little display whatever i had stuff on top of the amiibos too which was actually a really good idea because of what happened next there was this little kid i don't want to call him that little like probably early teen i'm guessing like 11 or 12 like i wasn't around i was actually in the vendors hall helping our friends at cape and cup cafe and i was helping his stall and i get a message kind of filling yeah so apparently uh, this this young team, right? I don't know. You can't call youngster. Him, yeah, this this kid, because there's nothing else to call him but a kid. Decided that he loved the fact that I had a Mewtwo. Now I don't mind if people get excited around the stuff. You know what? Quite frankly, if you wanted to see the Mewtwo up close because you haven't seen one before, I would have handed it to you. I I let a little girl look at it, and the little girl started walking away with it, and I was like, Oh no, I'm sorry. And then the little girl brother just nonchalantly is like... Here you go, take it back. It's like, oh, look, a Mewtwo hands it back. The brother yeah. was chill. Yeah, but so this Good kid... Good play on you, bro. Good play on so you. So this kid decided, for whatever reason, that he was going to tear down my display by reaching through and grabbing the Mewtwo, knocking my signs off the Amiibos and the other sign off, and start to go, oh my god, a Mewtwo, I need it, it's mine, and start to walk away. While having a parental supervision there, and I was like, no, you can't do that. You can win it in a raffle, but you can't just take it. And so I take it back, and I put it on the display, or at least what I had of the display, and then, you know, so I put it back up, and then he leaves, and he's, I'm like, you know, you could just enter for a ticket and just take it. 
you know, like, you can, I will let you enter the raffle, even though you were kind of a jerk about this. And then the next time he leaves and comes back with this, I want to say it was his older brother or his dad. It was a very large gentleman that was about the that was, looked exactly like him with facial hair. And the large gentleman just didn't seem to care. And the kid just grabbed it again, knocked over to the display, and said, I need it, I need it, I need it. It's mine, and started walking away. And I just grabbed it, and I'm like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, he's like, I'll buy it from you, I'll buy it from you, I need it now. <laughs> and at that point, what do you do, right? You can't, obviously this kid has like, some issues, right? He has entitlement issues. Yeah. And I was that like, is where parents do not know how to say no. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, look, I'm not selling it. You know, the the table next to us, the woman was really nice. She wanted to buy it as well for her daughter, and I promised it in a raffle. Need to like totally just pick up like seven Mewtwo's. No, we need to pick up a bunch of amiibo- amiibos next time we raffle things off. We need more than just two prizes. I wanted two stock, though, of it. Because just in case we have something like this yeah, exactly. happen again, it's like, okay, fine, but give them, like, some exorbitant number. Like, sure, you want the Mewtwo? 100 bucks. Yeah. And if they whip out $100, there's... I, I wouldn't even know what to do. Right, so... So after all this, right, the, that's when the con just went terrible. Like, I I enjoyed the atmosphere of it. I thought everybody there was really cool. But, like, when someone just tries to steal your stuff, knocks over the display, doesn't even care. And then does it again. Yep. So, then, then the kid... Um, well, this is after I was yeah. injured. We... We were escorting... We were escorting the Mewtwo to... Uh, to, because I found the person who had the ticket for it, so I was having a buddy of mine hold on to it. Um, and then we were going to figure out what we were going to do with it from there. I handed it over to him, and I said, hey, look. Um, Didn't his, um, whatchamacallit, his worker actually win it? Wh- whose name yeah. was James? Yeah. Something along those lines. Um, so, basically from there... We apologize for the creaky door. <laughs> so... Basically, after that, uh, I kind of just at that point was just like, I'm, I'm done with this. Because the kid followed me. Like, like if, if, really? I mean, at that point, like, the whole joke that I had was, if I'm at the table and some kid tries to steal that mutual, I'm hopping over that table and I'm tackling him. Yeah. I don't care. And he joked around saying, no, I would have beat you to it, and then you would have been upset, and I would have been like, why? Because you didn't get to jump the table and tackle oh him with you two. Oh. And I totally would. I'm sorry. I would be upset. If I could have redone this day, I would have went and bought more Amiibos. I oh, would have bought... Totally. I would have bought Animal Crossing Amiibos to give out oh as well. Oh my god, everyone would have loved it. The only thing, I wanted to pick up the Tom Nook. I honestly did. Tom Nook and KK in the, maybe the three set... Would have been fine. Like, the only thing is, not a lot of people have this Amiibo Festival. I'm part of a no, Amiibo trade would, group. People would just want yeah. the, the Amiibos, though. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I mean, I know that our friend was pretty much wanting to buy, say, uh, Mabel. I'm going to mix the two of them yeah, up by fine. now. Um, wanted to buy her just because she's adorable looking. He doesn't even own a Wii U, but it's like, you're adorable. I need you. Well, I mean, like, that's the thing, though, right? Like, when it comes down to it, all you care about is how they look on your shelf. Uh, that's what my entertainment system is. Yeah. What do we have? We got the Meta Knight. 
We have a villager, Meta Knight, the Inklings. Oh, yeah, by the way, you guys should probably, if you guys are into amiibo collecting and you're missing a couple, check your toys. Best Buy and Toys Toys R Us. Us. They restocked. Everything. Villager, they restocked. Splatoon. Um, The. By the way, Splatoon. Great game. I still oh, love it. I, I'm horrible at it. I have to be careful because I had... Yeah, there's this thing where you can overplay games super easily and you get super tired of them and you just can't play them anymore. It happened to me with Left 4 Dead. I'm trying to make sure that doesn't happen with games that I'm playing now. Mm-hmm. So That's why you cycle through games each day. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But yeah, so... Unless you're me. Um, so, speaking of Animal Crossing Amiibos... There's the Animal Crossing Festival! And this is like your favorite thing ever. Oh my god, I love Animal Crossing. Oh, oh look, here's the deal, right? The game is barely a game. Shush, when you have everything memorized and you can perfectly answer almost every question in that quiz, like the, you're probably the doing something I- wrong. The idea behind it is is that, like... It's Mario Party minus the minigames. Yeah. Except you can play the minigames outside of the board game. It's actually super fun. It's it's definitely worth doing if you have... If you're in a relationship with someone who's super competitive at games and just wants to relax and not play something that's super competitive. Like Mario Kart... What was it? Seven or eight? It was eight. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to talk about that. Listen, I still stand by my reasoning. It's your game, and therefore it's your fault. I'll end up po- uh, possibly recording some of us playing Amiibo Festival and putting it on my YouTube channel. Um, we'll talk about more about my YouTube channel woes after this. You know, like another time, mm-hmm. another date. We'll probably do it with someone on the... Like the online episode yep. of all things techie online. Uh, eventually, I want to... Uh, we'll, we'll talk... I'm going to probably do another recording sometime soon we'll probably do a double whopper mm-hmm. because you know just to kick us off yeah and each week uh I'm, I'm looking to have it formatted where we only talk about one really specific nerdy thing that like you know we're not telling you to tune out for that episode but we're saying hey expect this to be majorably about this but we may have other fun stuff thrown in we're definitely gonna have other fun stuff thrown in you know well like, again we'll talk like about the news life. yeah my nerd life. So, I mean, we're going to probably try to have guests. Yeah. We're going to try to have guests as much as often as possible. But I think we're going to try to keep this usually to about a half an hour to an hour, mm-hmm. depending on how long it needs to be. And then if people like what they hear, we can get it going. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening to The Roost. You want to sign off? Yeah. Alrighty, guys. Have a good one. See you later. Bye-bye.